Consequence Podcast Network. Borahe, iconic army. Borahe. Can we talk about how Jungkook is pretty much acting like he's dating the entire world right now? Yeah, he's everybody's boyfriend. He's everybody's boyfriend. (laughs) Yes, yes. I have to talk about this V Live that he did recently. I keep calling it V Live, Weverse Live. Mm -hmm. Um, Old habits. Old habits, yeah. How he's laying on his bed completely shirtless on live with us just like giving into all of our like comments and being very flirtatious and saying like doesn't it feel like you're in bed with me like kissing his biceps like what are you doing yes really like he's really feeding the delulu in us absolutely absolutely but i just I don't know. I kind of love the the flirtatious behavior on his part. Like, how could you not? Mm-hmm. Right. I love it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, shocking. Love it. I can't get the image of him, like, flexing, laying down mm-hmm. out of my mind. No, love it. Me either. Yeah. Um, I'm grateful. I'm very grateful. I'm grateful, And it, I feel like it goes along with all of the seven You're promotions right. that he's so been doing. It's so seven. Mm-hmm. Right. It's very seven. Like, yeah. he's really maybe playing it up a little bit more right now. Like exactly. Like, being extra flirty and... Uh, seven days a week. Yes. Yeah, yes, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely matching up with his current seven promotions. Yes, Which we're going to talk more about today. Yeah. Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! What would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on. A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my god, Jack almost fell off his chair. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. Welcome back. We're your hosts. I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Your favorite informative fangirl podcast. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about Jungkook's seven performances and some of the like the promotions around seven. So we're going to be talking about his performance video, the choreography video some. We'll talk about some of the backup dancers too. give them a little shout out. Uh, And then we'll talk about his appearance on Sutrita and Good Morning America too. Yes, cannot wait. Um, But before we get into today's episode, we want to say thanks Iconics for being here and for all of your support. Uh, If you want to continue supporting us even further on the access to our episode documents, our monthly virtual iconic hangouts, and our sound checks, please consider joining us on Patreon at patreon.com slash standingbts. Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out bi-weekly episodes. But any type of support is super appreciated. Thank you all for being here and for listening. Yes, thank you so much. So now that it is August, we have a new charity of the month that we'd like to talk to you all about. Something that we have been thinking about is world hunger. Mm-hmm. And ending world hunger is a great challenge of our times. It's very possible because there is enough food produced on the planet to feed everybody in excess. It's just getting the proper resources where they need to go and into the right hands to facilitate that happening. So over the past two years, socioeconomic consequences of COVID-19 have continued to exacerbate the pandemic of not of world hunger and not having enough resources to go around. So this problem is even more than it was previously. So this month, we're asking you guys to partner with the World Food Program, which is through the United Nations. We thought this was a super great program, especially because BTS have worked with the United Nations a few times in the past. Mm-hmm. They've um, spoken at the UN. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And 
so we always think that United Nations does such great work around the world. And so currently the World Food Program is bringing life-saving relief in emergencies and using food assistance to build peace, stability, and prosperity for people recovering from conflict, disasters, and the impact of climate change. Uh, They work in 123 countries and territories, and they combine emergency assistance along with long-term development to adapt activities in the context of the challenges each people face in each location, depending on their food scarcity. Right. Um, right. So they go and they actually say, what are the problems in this community and how can we fix them? How can we address them? Mm -hmm. Which is super cool. Found out that they can really tell you what your donation goes towards. So if you only donate $10, then that can help feed 19 people for a month. If you donate $18, that feeds 35 people for a month. And if you can donate $27, that feeds 52 people for a month. Wow, that's a lot of people. And that's an extended period of time a whole month a whole month I mean and you can choose on their website to do like a recurring monthly donation or just a one-time donation but seriously any donation helps so much yeah that's Um, significant very significant Mm -hmm. you could be helping a lot of people of course if you can't donate monetarily then you can also look at the world um, food organization page and find a ton of resources and ways that you can get involved. Mm-hmm. So you can either donate or find out more at the WFP.org. And of course, we would love your support with that this month. Yeah, definitely. Thank you guys. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about the seven performance video. We really have to talk about the choreographers and the dancers that are in this video, we also see it in the choreography video too with these dancers, so we have to talk about them here. So there's a total of four dancers, and we're gonna talk about all of them, but there's two who are particularly well-known within the BTS Army community. So we had Dom LaShawn, Jake Kodish, Brian Puspos, and Nick Joseph. And so Dom LaShawn, haven't really heard too much of him before, but He was on the Justice World Tour with Justin Bieber, Mm -hmm. very well-known dancer. You can follow him on his Instagram. He's really, really talented. There's also Jake Kodish, who toured with Taylor Swift on her 1989 tour, which is just massive that they're like these dancers Mm -hmm. who are working with such large artists like Justin Bieber and uh, Taylor Swift. Swift. So it makes sense that they're also dancing with Jian Jungkook, but we're really going to talk here about Brian Puspos and Nick Joseph. So Brian Puspos, the reason his name is familiar is because he choreographed Serendipity and Butterfly. So it just makes me feel like he's been around for a while and like he's worked with BTS back before they were like even as popular as they are now, you mm-hmm. know, like they were still pretty popular, but right, not as well known. Yeah, I mean to have choreographed Butterfly iconic uh, iconic and that's yes. that goes back far like that's a kind of yeah. a deep cut at this point and serendipity, I'm pretty sure he did like some of this research is kind of hard to find mm-hmm. we know for sure that he did serendipity yeah. but I also saw that he did butterfly yeah I mean I don't doubt it yeah and for that he also did serendipity cut, is yeah. so amazing like serendipity Jimin in that performance just iconic that is Really, when I think of Brian Puspos, I think of mm-hmm. Jimin's uh, Serendipity, oh, yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. Gorgeous choreo. Yeah. He also choreographed for other major artists, such as like Chris Brown and Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. So again, just within this like really well-known uh, pop community. Yeah, he must honestly be really known for his like smooth, sensual choreography. Yeah, because I point. see a running theme here between Serendipity and like Chris Brown and Justin Bieber. They have really smooth moves like that too. So they do. yeah, they do. maybe his influence here on the song. Yeah, I yeah. can see it because yeah. it is smooth choreo. Mm-hmm. Um, And then lastly, Nick Joseph. I feel that he is so well known by armies. I knew him. uh, Kayla, you knew him. He choreographed the iconic Butter 3J performance that Mm -hmm. we got during Mega The Stallion's verse. So he not only has worked with BTS, but he's worked with HYBE a lot. So he ended up becoming a choreographer for Hybe and he moved to Korea for some extended period of time Mm -hmm. and worked on songs for Enhypen, BTS, TXT and a lot of others. He also, I did not know this until recently and I feel crazy that I did not know this, but he was a backup dancer at Yoongi's Augusti like D-Day tour. Like crazy. That means we saw him live too. I know. Like we saw him there. Yeah. 
so freaking cool i also feel like it says a lot that he went on tour with him too you know like i at this point nick joseph seems like a pretty busy guy Mm -hmm. uh, doing a lot of choreography for so many different groups and he's not even just in the k-pop industry he's working with all sorts of other genres too so super incredible that he went on that tour with yoongi too across the states to to dance with him yeah well very exciting for him to be so busy and have such great work because he's so talented like he really deserves it yeah but i think it shows his dedication to bts yeah yeah and his love for bts you Mm -hmm. know he shows up for them yeah yeah oh totally uh we have to give a shout out to an iconic who was at one of our iconic hangouts this is for christine what up christine she was she told us that she was flying and Nick Joseph was on her flight mm-hmm. like she's like yeah he was like flying business class uh, just amazing yeah um but how cool would it be to like recognize like oh my gosh it's Nick Joseph and he's on your flight yeah so, so cool. cool small so world cool. yeah incredible Okay, so let's get into the actual choreo of this song a little bit that these choreographers and dancers really influenced mm-hmm. and backed up Jungkook with so We obviously need to talk about the performance video. Mm -hmm. Like, it has the explicit version of the song, and that was something I think that that said a lot, right? I don't think we were anticipating it to be the explicit version. No. That was something that was a huge surprise when we initially listened to it. Because it's like an official video. Yeah, we were like, no way they're going to put the explicit version on, like, an official performance. Like, you Uh know, we're only ever going to exist, like, on the, you know, the the single or whatever. But no. Mm -hmm. Jungkook, he said, "Mm -mm, I'm going to do this for ARMY. And he gave us the explicit version. So that's what I absolutely love about this performance video is that he gave it with that explicit version because the choreography speaks to the explicit version oh the yeah explicit lyrics oh yeah. yeah I also we felt overall that this choreography was super smooth and seamless it really flows and it also at the same time has this kind of loose casual vibe to it like not to say that they're like sloppy in any sort of way but they're just loose they're vibing they're comfortable yeah Yeah. like casual is really where I go with it Mm -hmm. um it's still very detailed and has like its complexities but the casualness I think is reminiscent of like kind of the rhythm that's needed in the bedroom I know that's (laughs) silly but that's really how it feels like he's really he's very smooth Mm -hmm. and this isn't like on performance choreo you know it's not real intense it's not real powerful Mm -hmm. this is a much more smooth sexy rhythmic flow right yeah totally I love the comparison to on like it's not all the intensity exactly yeah but the passion comes through Mm -hmm. also this so much of this choreo is so suggestive which is like what you said of course this has to be the explicit version and the choreography Mm -hmm. version of this video um there's just lots of crotch grabbing there's like minor and like my, some major hip thrusts, you know, going on. The, the hip thrusts intensify as the as performance the video goes on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very suggestive choreo, I would say. So the choreography at the main chorus is what you see a lot of the like TikTok challenges and the dance challenges are showing, which is the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you know. And so what he's doing is as he's counting the seven days of the week, he's counting the days on his fingers, like one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't get, I don't think he does like five and six or anything right. like that. Right. He doesn't that. get up to seven, but he kind of starts with it. Yeah. yeah. He does do seven though. Oh yeah. He does, he does like, seven. Yeah. He yeah. does do the seven. Yeah. Um, we haven't actually learned the choreo for this part, but I just think it's cute that it's like counting the days of the week on his fingers uh-huh. essentially is what the choreo is doing. Yeah. Um, and then what I have to say going along with like the choreo being suggestive in a way is when he's counting for two, the two goes over his mouth when he's like throwing the two uh-huh. to me, that's very suggestive. Uh-huh. Like, sir, why yeah. the, the placement, is... you could have put the two above your head. Yeah. You could put it on your shoulder. Right. No, over the mouth. mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then for the part where he says every hour, every minute, every second, I love this part of the choreo too, like the the pointing down to a watch, like, you know, saying, signifying time. But he also does this like come hither, like with two fingers while like he's rocking his mm-hmm. hips. 
And I just, again, suggestive. Why two fingers? Like it could have been his whole hand, you yeah. know, like a come hither, like come here with, right. you know, full, full hand motion. No, just two fingers. No. Okay. The, the two fingers, I feel like makes it universally more suggestive. Yeah. yeah. It's very sexy choreo. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, then he even changes up the choreo a little bit into the second chorus where he's saying every hour, every minute, every second. But in this time, he like puts his hands over his face and kind of does like circular hand movements. He has mm-hmm. some great footwork going on at this time, too. But then they kind of all move into this long diagonal line with, of course, Jungkook in the front. And he raises his arms up and like wiggles his hips, like juts his hips forward and Mm -hmm. then wiggles his hips, like looking down at them saying seven days a A week. week. Oh, my fucking God. Like, yeah, it destroys me every time. His arms, like you were saying, out, out in front, up above his head. Uh But then his hips are just like fully his hips and waist fully on display. And Uh it's just like that's the only part of his body that he's wiggling and moving. It's like, he's like, he's saying, look. Yeah. He's saying love. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. And then like right after this, when he does the the line, the deeper than the ocean is, I just love that choreo. Mm-hmm. It, it, it Something about it feels just so jungkook like it feels very jungkook it just feels so genuine and the way that the his his arms are waving like the waves of the ocean and he's mm-hmm. just kind of feeling that that lyric in the song like it's like if you could just represent this lyric in dance move what would you do and that's just mm-hmm. what came out of out of him yeah. you know um, i told you that dance it. move like you were going along with saying it just feels very jungkook mm-hmm. it for some reason took me to dynamite i don't know why mm-hmm. but i would say it softens the choreo a little bit you know mm-hmm. it's very sexy choreo by that deeper than the ocean wave it's it's very I don't know it's a little bit more playful a yeah. little bit more fun yeah mm-hmm. I think so too and I think that that line kind of leans that way too yeah. you know it's that line is supposed to be kind of endearing and so that kind of move is a little bit more yeah on the cue or maybe endearing side mm-hmm. but then he ends it by like taking his hand and using that to pull his chin down and forward as if he were wearing a hat and tipping that hat forward kind of like Michael Jackson style I get Michael yeah Michael yeah. Jackson definitely. and when he does that I I mean, his face turns very sexy. It's just for like a little flash, but it's mm-hmm. just, mm, yeah. And then he gets right back into the yeah. the whole rest of the choreo. So I just, I love that moment so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do too. Mm-hmm. There's a couple parts where Jungkook is kind of just freestyling in the middle, but you see the backup dancers are on the ground around him. And thankfully they had the dancers do this and not Jungkook do this because they're on the ground and they're pretty much like humping the ground like there's no other way to describe it Mm -hmm. sorry but that's what's happening it's very sexy very smooth um but yeah Jungkook is just standing in between them kind of freestyling which is what I like about this choreography too is that it is looser and it comes off a little bit more freestyle-esque yeah yeah Thank God that they didn't have Jungkook grinding into the ground like that. Like, we would not have survived. We would never recover. We would have never moved on past that point. No. No. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So before Jungkook goes off stage during Lotto's verse, Jungkook pulls up, like... He's in the middle. He's doing, he does a real strong like hip thrust. And then you see him like kind of take his hands that rub, like he rubs his hands down his chest, down his like abs to his belt buckle and like pulls up on the belt part of his pants. And to me, I don't know why, like again, very suggestive, but he looks so confident and mm-hmm. satisfied in that moment. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm, like I know you're loving it. Uh-huh. Like it, he just looks like so like he's so much pride in that moment. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he knows his effect on us. Hell Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That moment wrecks. Mm-hmm. Destroys. Yeah. But totally. what's really so cute about this whole video is when Lotto's verse comes, he could have had like additional choreo or something like that, but he takes this moment to walk off stage. So it's kind of like he's breaking the fourth wall in the middle of this performance video. You get to see like some of the, the additional equipment, like recording equipment, lighting equipment from Mm -hmm. off stage there. And so he walks over and Kayla, you said it reminded you a little bit of how members during like performances if you watch a fan cam during certain parts of the songs members will go off to like the side of the stage and they have like a little moment to rest or they're like hyping themselves up for their next part when Mm -hmm. they go out on stage that's that's very totally similar, this for him. very mm-hmm. similar to what's happening in this. Yeah. Um, but Jungkook is still like playing along with it too. He walks over and there's like a cup sitting there and he takes a sip and it's 
perfectly timed. He perfectly timed taking the sip because right after he takes the sip is the part where Lotto goes, ah, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> and he does that ah too. Like he's just refreshed from taking yep. this sip mm-hmm. of water or soda or whatever. Um, and then he kind of freestyles back onto, onto stage there to get into the last bit of the performance video. Yeah, It's just a really refreshing part of the song. Mm-hmm. And we just haven't had something like that it was for unexpected. a performance video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's honestly like one of my favorite parts of the whole video mm-hmm. because it's just so novel, you yeah. know? Yeah. Really, really enjoyed that. So then by the end of the song, you know, we've gotten the fucking you right every chorus, but every chorus, I mean, tell me if you agree. My first time watching through, I felt like the fucking you right was a little bit elusive every time. Like the yeah. camera shot didn't quite hit. Like I needed it to hit. Yeah. You know, the first time it was great. A little bit from above. He like puts his hand up with mm-hmm. the seven. I mean, it's hot. He looks good. But like, I want the hip thrust. I right. want, you know, I want the full on fucking you right. Yeah. You know, like I want it. And so it felt like every time he did it, he did, we got something different for the fucking right. And it was great. Mm-hmm. But by the last time in the chorus, we get the close up the hip thrust you know the elbows forward just the he just full-on gave it to us finally it definitely the the hip thrust intensify and here at the very last part after lotto's verse Mm -hmm. the last part we get the chorus here oh yeah he finally he finally really gives us like bepsay level hip thrust oh yeah i would definitely agree it's bepsay level so yeah he he like held out on us you know he teased us with it the whole time he teased us the whole time absolutely yeah and then we got it at the end so a perfect way to kind of like end the song too yeah 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 vacation starts with va whether you're feeling beachy mountainy or every e in between you'll find all that you love all in one trip to virginia start yours at virginia.org Of course, we need to fangirl about this man a little bit. Like mm-hmm. we over just like visuals, visuals and some of the the facial expressions he yeah. does throughout throughout the video. I really just love his outfit. I feel like it's very soft. Um, he has more like cream colored. He's like a cream colored shirt on, like a button up shirt. But of course, that white tank. What is with him wearing this white tank? That I'm is like not, all listen, seven. Please. Yeah. More of it. <laughs> More of it. Chest, collarbone, everything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, also the white shirt. There's so many times throughout the music video where it kind of billows out and you see his tattoo, you see parts of his sleeve, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it gives us like that little taste. The off the shoulder look. Yeah. Where you get to see just a little bit of his mm-hmm. tats. Oh, it looks great. I agree with you that the, the white um, shirt gives a little bit of a softer look. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he didn't go full super sexy outfit for this. No. But I also feel like that maybe doesn't even fit the vibe of the song. You no, know? you're right. Yeah. Because the, the song really does have such sweet elements to it, too. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I really, really love some of the camera shots that we get of him, like when he is in the first verse, when he kneels down mm-hmm. and he just, I mean, he really knows his angles Yeah, where his gaze just really struck us. We were screaming yesterday mm-hmm. watching him at that part. The first time that he's really kneeling and staring right into the camera, kind of like head turned to the side. Mm-hmm. Oh man. And it intensifies because he kind of just keeps going. I know his <laughs> His glare is so intense. He has little moments like this throughout the song where he's just like just glaring into the camera like so sexy, so hot. But then he has these little tiny moments too where he just breaks into this really cute, endearing smile and you just like can't help but to swoon. Yes. I mean, he'll like, when he leans back into a move, he'll let a smile break loose. But then two seconds later, like when he's getting into like the fucking you right, yeah. he'll have like this, like, you know, like his brows furrowed and uh-huh. oh man. Oh yeah. gosh. Mm, okay. Also, there's one part where I think it's what you were talking about earlier, the belt buckle part. I really love oh. this part. He just looks so confident. He looks cocky. I'm sorry. He looks so cocky in yeah. this moment. Yeah. Like he looks pleased and satisfied. Like I just ruined you and I know that I did. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. He also like, <laughs> he's like puffing his chest out and his head his is tilted back. Out. Like chin yeah. is up. Mm-hmm. And you can also like his, his shirt is like touching his abs too. Oh, it, yeah. At that moment too. Like pause it, pause yeah. it and watch him. Pause it. God. Yeah. We'll post this picture in our promos. Like, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, man. Also, when he goes into kind of the side room, like during Lotto's verse, kind of breaking the fourth wall, I love as he's making his entrance back onto the stage, like Mm -hmm. he kind of puts his hands forward and, you know, kind of like wiggles his fingers at the camera, the lighting, like, I don't know. That's just like ultimate Jungkook boyfriend moment. Like he looks so fine. Uh Um, And then when he like, I forget what the line is, but he really opens up his arms and kind of slides. Oh, cha-cha slide. Yeah, Yeah, of course. The cha-cha slide. Oh man. He's just like giving us body. Body. Okay. But he's being super cute and playful here. And then he, spins around and then goes back to that like death glare that he yes. gives us and, and then that's when he goes into the last bit of the the chorus here at the end of the performance where he's like just giving us like really intense hip thrusts mm-hmm. like super intense hip thrusts Damn, the whiplash the whiplash the whiplash yeah. duality the duality well that's what it is we'll definitely post some of these pictures in our promos or if you can go look at our doc you can see yeah. all of what we just fangirled over because yeah. jesus when this performance video dropped truthfully like i think we hung out maybe that day that it had dropped i could be wrong but we were freaking out about it yeah love the choreo love that the performance video provided us an explicit version version uh-huh. because it really is like I don't know, like a blessing. Like a lot of his performances are the clean version. And so it's just nice that we have one performance of the explicit. Yeah. I really love and it's the this high quality version. video. Super high quality. <laughs> like what more could you want besides a high quality choreography performance? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. great yeah. camera work, good lighting. Amazing. I feel so great. I thought we were absolutely never getting an explicit version mm-hmm. performance. And so I'm super grateful for this. Mm-hmm. And everything you said, I ditto echo love. 100%. Love. Love it. Incredible. <laughs> Iconic. Thank you, Jung Jungkook. <laughs> when I took the screenshots for this whole video, I was just like, Damn. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> damn, the whole time. <laughs> You're laughing at me. That's <laughs> how he felt. You're like, I'm just getting wrecked. Like, I'm like, mm hmm, yeah. yep, I get it. <laughs> okay, so let's talk a- about another promotion that he did for Seven. And this was the, so far, the only like American promo that he's done live on television, which is the Good Morning America performance and interview. So we had discussed with Iconics during the Iconic Hangout that we think a major reason why Jungkook does not have more American press and TV shows is because of the strike right now. Mm-hmm. They're just not happening. So it's amazing that he did get Good Morning America and he had an awesome performance. So he was there for their summer concert series in Central Park and there he performed Euphoria, Seven, and Dynamite. Amazing. Mm-hmm. An iconic Anne was there. She told us at actually two iconics, Anne and Monique were there, but Anne told us about it at the iconic hangout. And she said it was amazing. Monique was able to secure tickets for both of them and they got there super early and they waited for hours. They were worried about the impending rain, but said that it held off just long enough for Jungkook to do his performances. And she said she was super impressed with Jungkook's professionalism, despite the Good Morning America staff rushing him along because because of the weather, he really did not have time to practice or block out his performance on stage ahead of time before they just had to shoot. Um, so his flawless performances here should be even more appreciated is what she said. Yeah. 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 I mean, I feel that we can really commend him for the professionalism and even for the behind for seven, just like the recording producing process. You really saw that he can be a chameleon. He can be very adaptable and he's so professional. Mm -hmm. And so I just, you could see that here, like from Anne's experience that she saw that, you know, when they were doing all of the recording and the setup and all of that, that even under like a a time limit and feeling pressure to, to go quickly, he was able to still put on such wonderful performances. Um, overall, I really enjoyed all of these performances and I love the song choices. Euphoria is just such a staple for him. It's his solo song, but Euphoria just brings me so much joy. I think mm-hmm. it brings him a lot of joy. Like it, And it's, he started with it. Yeah. Like I just love that, you know, it's probably it's been so long since he performed, especially, you know, that area was packed with army. Mm-hmm. And so for him to come out with Euphoria, just mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. 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 And then Dynamite. I couldn't mm-hmm. help but to think that like J Hope also performed Dynamite at Hobie Palooza. Yeah. So they must really love that song. I mean I love the song too. Yeah. I love but it too. It's a great concert performance, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So 
Anyways, yeah. I really loved all of his performances. Yeah, and him getting Good to Morning do America. seven too. His seven performance was really good. Uh-huh. And just going back to the professionalism for one second, you and I also watched, besides the actual GMA um, videos, we watched a fan cam of mm-hmm. someone where you could actually see him going and doing his like two takes or three takes of each song and like just the kind of in between and what was going on on the stage. And it was really cool to see like they were coming and telling stuff and he just was absorbing it. There was it. a lot of instruction. It was a lot. And he was just taking it in and then just going and doing and executing. Yeah. And I mean, that's exactly what we saw in the behind for yeah. the seven producing too. So. And I don't think you can say that for every artist yeah. to be so easy to work with. Oh yeah. So quick to take direction and like take it well. Like, yeah. Incredibly well. Yeah. Yeah. And so his performances were amazing mm-hmm. and we're so happy for all of the army that got to go yeah, and what see a, him live. I feel like that's such a unique experience. That's so different from going to a concert or attending a tour date. Right. Yeah. 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 So just going along with some of the other promotions, he's done a couple other interviews. We have to say that the interview for Good Morning America was pretty disappointing. Jungkook's answers were oversimplified and glazed over by the host, uh, which was just poor translation Mm -hmm. you could tell that what he was saying wasn't being spoken verbatim you know with the translation so that was a bit disappointing but there were a lot of other really great interviews that he's done so definitely give those a watch the Spotify ball pit interview was super cute and the Zach Singh show also had really great energy too Mm -hmm. so definitely look at those interviews and you get to learn a lot um, just about the song oh the Spotify ball pit interview was just adorable I know like seeing him like just mm. melt and soak down into the ball pit so jungkook so cute so cute Mm -hmm. yeah i love that one okay so let's also talk about him on sutrita yes so this was the most recent sutrita episode to come out i was really really looking forward to this one because the j-hope one had just come out and it's like yes jungkook seven promotions were about to get jungkook on well we knew that he was gonna go on of course well yeah we just so i was just really looking forward to it of course yeah yeah no i get what you're saying i was yeah right but so anyways Finally, when it comes out, I just have to say, you know how they all bring alcohol in? Jungkook brought his whiskey, right? Mm -hmm. And he brought stuff to make a highball. Yeah. And this is the drink that Yoongi was drinking, like, on his whole tour, and I don't know if Jungkook like had put did two and two knew- together yeah. or like, if he, did he knew know that. that? Yeah. It didn't seem like he knew that when they talked about it. But like the fact that this is like Jungkook is like, I've been enjoying drinking this. And that was like a main thing that Yoongi drank on his tour. Yeah. I just thought that that was such a cool like brother connection. moment connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love that for them. I also love that whenever they went to go drink these drinks together, they talked about their Irish bombs that they had when they were in Malta. Uh-huh. Yeah. They, they talked about how like friendship is Irish bombs. Yes. Yeah. And I think they said that. Yeah. Like friendship is highballs or yeah. whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and how they were like, that was the last big time that they really drank together. Yeah, just them two. Yeah, mm-hmm. just them two. And how they always reminisce. So we get to hear a lot of reminiscing from them throughout this episode. But some a major thing that Jungkook discussed with Yoongi was his plans to release another single coming up here and also a mini album. And he talked about November being around the time that the mini album would be, would be released. When he says mini album, what where my mind goes is like five or six or seven songs like a like a Jim and face EP something that would be considered yeah. an EP mm-hmm. and I I think we were both surprised to hear another single in November um but I, I mean I didn't expect it to be that far out yeah I guess. yeah we were talking in our last episode about how it's so unexpected to know what's gonna happen with these solo comebacks happening Mm -hmm. for each member they're all doing it differently they're all doing it how they want Kayla you kind of had hypothesized that hey maybe they'll with Jungkook he'll have more of a western style comeback where you release the single and then a little bit later you release the album well now that is true but I was not expecting a second single yeah but now that he has a second single, I feel like, yes, this is even more of a Western style comeback. Yeah. Like some of my favorite artists release two, three singles from their album before they release the album. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. So I felt like even more confirmed in that a bit. I, I'm terrible. I don't even really know what a Western comeback looks like because I just listened to K-pop and <laughs> BTS. Yeah. I mean, I guess my experience that I'm going off of is really only like three, four other uh-huh. artists that I listen to, you know, yeah. but that's just the trends that I tend to 
to see you yeah. know i think you hear about a drake song a drake single before you ever hear about his album yeah. coming out you know but i guess i was thinking we were kind of thinking september because that's his birthday right oh yes we definitely literally we were just talking about like oh my god what if he releases this album for his birthday yeah. like what a birthday gift and yeah. with people are thinking that Young's album would maybe be around December or something, which is around his birthday. Also, he loves Christmas time. Oh my God, so, Young is, sorry, Young is definitely releasing a Christmas album. I hope so. We'll see. I have no idea what's going to happen. The song he just put out, <laughs> was that not a Christmas song? Yeah. Yeah. That's 100% what he's doing. Yeah. But I'm, then, I'm it then it's really going to be like a back-to-back comeback, yeah. which Jimin and Yoongi's were too. Mm-hmm. That was like a very quick back-to-back mm-hmm. comebacks, you know, so close to each other. Oh yeah. But yeah, I guess we just really weren't expecting November. I'm ha- I'm happy that we're getting an album. Yeah, I I agree. Like I I imagine the album's gonna be around six ish songs. I'm thinking, love yourself her length. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know who else's birthday is in September? Who's been working on music? Nam June. Nam June. So watch yeah. us get enough. They're fucking right. Nam June album. <laughs> like oh my gosh. Yeah. So we're really a, in for I'm it. just thinking. There's a reason why it's not until November. Yeah. Because he obviously has it ready to go. There's a reason why that's a plan, and they're all gonna stagger mm-hmm. their releases. So yeah. yeah. Nam June album. I'm saying it now. Nam June album September. Jungkook album November, and then Young Christmas album. Wow. And then they all enlist. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. So that was huge. I feel like just getting confirmation from his mouth instead of just random sources and tweets, you know, or X's or whatever the fuck they're called now. But (laughs) anyway, so they also got to reminisce quite a bit about the past. They talked about, well, Yoongi talked about Jungkook being a young kid. He was like, whenever I see you... Your face is the same. I just, you look the same as you did in middle school, you know. Which is true. He still has that little baby Jungkook face. Yeah. I mean, literally, so cute still. Um, Of course, he talked about like all of, Yoongi's talking about all of the members raising Jungkook and how they thought of him as like their child, their responsibility, and just like, you know, Mm -hmm. every time they just wanted to support him and they're so proud of him. Um, And they both brought up like iconic performances, and Jungkook talked about their iconic mama. 2017 performance of Mic Drop and I love that he brought this up because for us that's such an iconic performance like if you say what BTS fan cam do you want to watch right now oh absolutely Mic Drop Mama 2017 the body rolls with the dance break oh yeah I mean the white shirts with the black ties yeah we probably watched them sweating before they're about to go in and accept artist of the year yeah I fucking iconic. We probably watched the the like the Maknae lines fan cams for that performance like twenty times each. That is one of my favorite Taeyang fan cams of all time. Of all time. And so the fact that here like Jung Jungkook is bringing that performance up as like Mm -hmm. this is one of the best. They both were saying that was when they were at their height, like their peak, their just ultimate. Well, Yoongi's brought it up before too. I think Mm -hmm. he brought it up with J Hope during his uh, interview with him. Mm -hmm. Is it mentioned? Have you gotten to that part at all? In in the book, I haven't gotten to that part in the book yet yeah uh, I um, bet they talk about it we're reading the book by the way you guys we want to talk about it yeah. on an episode probably but behind yeah. the story yeah um no I wonder if Yoongi feels some sort of like comfort in saying and feeling like their that was their peak that was like their biggest that they'll ever be yeah because now if they're past that they don't have to be all of that you know mm. all of that responsibility or whatever yeah. he just keeps bringing it up he you does. know he- I mean, it was a monumental pushing moment. that, that that was like their, it was, you know. They had a lot of turning moments, but I feel like that one was particularly large. Like that was, yeah, that's when they really knew they were on top of, they were dominating the industry. They were on top of the world. They were 100%. dominating the industry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, to do that performance then when Artist of the Year Insane. We also got, Yoongi is just such a great host and interviewer. He is. Oh, I forgot to mention at the beginning, beyond the highball that Jungkook brought for them to share, Yoongi had prepared a karaoke machine for Jungkook mm-hmm. specifically. He's never had that for a guest before, but no. he said, Jungkook is coming on. I need to enable him to sing. Um, so I love that. He knows him so well. He knows him so well. <laughs> he knows him so well. You know that he knows that Jungkook is going to take advantage of that karaoke machine, which is so funny because Jungkook's like, maybe I will if I've had a couple of drinks. Right. I mean, at the beginning, he's very much like, okay, like he kind of side glanced at like, I'm probably he not. knew he was gonna do it. <laughs> he knew he couldn't resist. Also, Yoongi brought enough food, like they did Korean barbecue, and probably for like five people. Mm-hmm. And Jungkook 
was eating the whole time. Like Yungi's commented in the past, like usually people don't even eat because they're just talking and whatever. But they ate. Like they ate. Jungkook ate. Jungkook ate. Oh yeah. Yeah, Yungi took some bites actually this time, but like Jungkook, he ate. Well, he talked about how he fasts twenty like he fasts for twenty hours and eats in a four hour window. Like he must have been in his four hour window because he just ate and ate and ate and ate, which yeah. was lovely to see. But I think it's so funny that Yoongi made the comment of like, you look like you're eating a meal for three people. <laughs> He's like, I am. Yeah. I definitely am. Also, like during the interview process, uh, this is why I think Yoongi's just such a great interviewer, because even though they've known each other for so long, they should be comfortable with each other. He still gets Jungkook to like open up. And I feel like Jungkook is a introverted type of person. He's not really one to like want to show like any weakness, but he opened up about like regrets that he had, which I thought was really cool. And uh, he said that his, like one of his regrets is when he had to sit out during a wings concert due to a injury. He had like gone to the bathroom and somehow gotten injured in the bathroom, hurt his ankle. Like he was bleeding pretty profusely. Mm -hmm. And during that, performance he had to sit in a chair and Yungi called it the chair of shame because uh-huh. he said everybody besides J-Hope has had to sit in that chair uh-huh. for at least one concert and they said J-Hope he absolutely won't he won't give up yeah so I mean but it makes you really J-Hope. think about like doing everything you can to prevent injury right yeah that's what they said because yeah. they Yungi said now go sit in the chair of shame and think about what you did <laughs> yeah because <laughs> you don't want to be injured you don't have to sit out of a concert but yeah. that was like one of the concerts that Jungkook he just cried so much because he mm-hmm. felt so bad that he could not perform to you know mm-hmm. up to not even that he was letting army down like of course that's an element but he's feeling like he can't perform up to his standards mm-hmm. I feel like we got a lot of talk about like what Jungkook's personal standards for himself are here in this in this and that's a time where he let himself down yeah he puts a lot of pressure Mm -hmm. on himself oh yeah yeah. he even talks about how like he wishes he could go back in time and have started getting prepared for this life that he's living now like back when he was in grade school yeah I love that yeah that he could have been preparing and you know studying English more and practicing dance more from that younger age yeah that's how much he wants to continue to improve and get better and like he's even thinking about like oh if I had more time in my past to have even enhanced my skill level right wow I mean I think that is probably the one one of the most interesting responses to like that time machine question that Yungi always Uh asks his guests you know like past or future which and why like I I feel like it's not too crazy to say the past but his reasoning why his reasoning of saying I want to go back to a very young age with he's he to put myself to work yes the clarification of do I have all of my memories because he wanted to know that he would know what he was still working towards and he would work even harder yeah that's 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 crazy that's crazy yeah but yeah one of the other things that he spoke about that really stood out to us was him talking about not being able to perform in the same way during Chicago Night 2 for Euphoria. And of course that stood out to us because that's the concert that's that the we, concert were we were at. That's the concert we were at. Like, yep. what the fuck? And we just talked about it. The iconic hangout for Jeopardy. It was one of the Jeopardy questions. It was in a thousand point Jeopardy question. Which concert did Jungkook not perform, not fly around the crowd for Euphoria? Uh-huh. And he couldn't at Chicago Night 2 because it was like a rainstorm. It had thundered some. Like, it's just not safe. It was too dangerous. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, he danced on the stage for that and he put his everything into that performance yeah. you know but he was so regretful that he couldn't fly around for army that day but if he flew day. around maybe he would be in the chair of shame right yeah. exactly exactly Ugh. so glad he did not fly around for our concert i know that he stayed safe yeah. yeah but crazy that he brought that up mm-hmm. when we had just had that as a jeopardy question i know yeah. i feel like i felt so glad that we had that as i, I don't yeah. feel bad for having that you know because i feel like that was a hard question it was but a hard he, question then he, he he's talking about it sushi yeah. yeah very, very um, neat impactful yeah yeah What I really had to notice during the entire interview is that Jungkook is so energized and his energy levels are just 
way higher than Yoongi's. Like I just, the dichotomy of just these two right next to each other was just so funny to me. But he had so much energy and he was so excited to be on the show. Like he was doing like chair push-ups <laughs> in, in his seat. And it's so funny to me because Yoongi's like, why are you doing that? Why are, why are you doing that? And Jungkook's like, yeah, I don't want my muscles to atrophy. Like I don't want them to wither away. And here I am, like I tell my patients that every day. I'm like, we got to get out of bed. We got to get move. And they're right. like, why? I'm like, because your muscles are just going to wither away. Like yeah. you got to move your body. Yeah. <laughs> it's just funny. Yeah. But also I feel like Jungkook is just so, I mean, we talked about him being the energizer bunny. Like he just has a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. I also really love the end of the entire episode where he finally goes to the karaoke machine. Oh my gosh. And yeah. Yoongi, I first off, I just love that they performed that that together. We've heard of we've seen Jungkook make fun of Yoongi to an extent mm-hmm. or kind of just play around like clearly Jungkook likes that that a mm-hmm. lot. But I think he gives Yoongi a hard time about it, I guess. Like yeah. this performance that he did with Sai. Yeah. So it's so fitting that he picked that as one of the karaoke songs that they sing and they sang it together and you see Yoongi get up and get all into it too. Uh-huh. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, There's like one part where Yoongi sits back down and Jungkook oh, yeah. kind of like looks over like, what are you resting? Get back yeah. up. It's almost your part. Like, yeah. 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 Um, this is also, I think like the cutest rendition of that, that in existence, like mm-hmm. Jungkook doing size parts are, is so freaking cute. Like mm-hmm. I think he kind of put on a cuter voice just to kind of tease Yoongi a little bit more, yeah. but yeah, iconic scene. Sugar cookie, you performed that, that here together. Yeah, yeah. That's so, so, so cute. Yeah. But the thing that gets all of armies here is at the end, it's like the show is over. Yoongi's making it very clear to Jungkook, like the show is done. We've concluded. I've asked everything I need to ask. And Jungkook's like, I'm going to hang out for a little bit longer. He's still eating away at the meat. Mm-hmm. He's still pulling up songs on karaoke. And Yoongi's just like, I'm I'm changing. Like I'm done. I'm yeah. leaving. So Yoongi actually leaves. The set. Leaves the set. I feel like also at this point, he's also tried to leave twice already. Yeah. Like he's already, like this must be the longest filming of Suchuta ever. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hands down. He's like, we've been done. Yeah. Yeah. He's really like over, <laughs> like he's so welcome, but he's kind of overstaying his welcome yeah. to a degree here. Yeah. No <laughs> one's frustrated or annoyed by him, you no. know, but Yungi's just kind of like, oh, well, but Yungi's you- like, what do I do? Yeah. Like, so he, he actually goes offset and uh-huh. changes and comes back. And I love that they show Yungi back in his like normal, regular, like street clothes, house mm-hmm. clothes, whatever. And he's just looking so endearingly at Jungkook. Like, yes, this is, this is my brother that I know so well. And of course he's the guest that would be doing this. Like he's several drinks in still like singing away on karaoke, Mm -hmm. not leaving set. And Yoongi's like, "Mm -hmm. the thing that, the thing that makes Yoongi come back out is of course this, this makes me think of Yoongi saying Jungkook will be annoying even when, even past his death because Jungkook puts on Mm Daytrita and that, and he blasts it. And this is like when Yungi's like in the back rooms, probably like getting undressed, getting ready to leave, whatever. And instead of saying, Dekruta, Dekruta, he says, Sutruta, Sutruta. And he's pointing at the Sutruta sign. He's just getting, he's getting, you know, he's probably getting the film crew hype. He's like really yeah. performing, going all out. And that's when Yungi like has to walk back yeah, in. And he he's to come like, back out and see you, like what's going yeah, on. Yeah. And he's like, should I be mad? Like I can't even be of mad. Of course he can't be mad. No, he's like, Jungkook is just so cute. Yeah. 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 I think that is hilarious that he did that. So out of all the Sutratas, this I'm pretty sure is the only Sutrata episode where there is an additional video released that's 15 minutes long of just Jungkook singing karaoke. Yeah, they had to make (laughs) extra content. Like they really put out extra content and they have it yeah. linked in the video. Uh-huh. I feel I feel like this 15 minutes is edited down from like 45 minutes. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. for real. I mean, we we see him in this footage perform like six different songs mm-hmm. and they cut off most of those songs. Like we don't see the entire thing. And we also like see cuts of him like 
eating still yeah. you know mm-hmm. at the very very beginning of the extra content video it was so funny because he was like actively still eating but mm-hmm. he started some ballad and they actually captioned like his bites they're like chew 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 like <laughs> chew swallow <laughs> oh like swallows gosh. bite like in between the lyrics because they were yeah. putting the lyrics on the screen and then they were captioning him chewing and swallowing between singing mm-hmm. like he was singing with his mouth full still sounding immaculate like let's but, also like, beef just like tucked away in his beef cheek in like his a hamster cheek. that's right beef in his cheek that's right he like <laughs> finished all the food off of like yungi's plate during this time mm-hmm. and like reheated stuff on the griddle like he was just he is one of a out. kind he really i just have to say like let's not have it lost on us that at this point he's probably like six or seven highballs in yeah like he finished he probably didn't finish the liquor but he finished off the rest of the ingredients for the highball during this Uh time too and his voice still sounds incredible i know stable stable (laughs) stable king yeah yeah i also love that he did ditto by new jeans Mm -hmm. it was so cute a lot of army were talking about like wow stable king for that point because he was like doing the choreo and like really hopping around like Mm -hmm. energizer bunny but still stable vocals Yeah. yeah so i love that extra content definitely the only time that they have, have done, done that, that. Yeah. yeah 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 John uh, is hilarious he is so funny and yeah this is a great episode yeah. of Sutrata yeah for sure when I was watching that I could not believe him yeah. like I just kept texting you like can you believe Jungkook is Jungkook like yeah yeah, yeah. But this is the majority of a lot of the promotions and the dance practices and dance videos we've gotten. He has now gone on like SBS, Inkigayo, all of that. Um, so we didn't talk about that in this episode, although we did see that Young made a little appearance at Inkigayo. Yeah. I think it was Inkigayo um, that before, I guess, when he was like rehearsing and stuff, that Young came out and danced with him a little bit, yeah. which was great. For like five seconds. For it five was seconds. so cute. It was quick. The joy on both of their faces. I know. Like, Jungkook was... looking at Taehyung during Jungkook it. looks so happy that Taehyung was so there. So cute. Yeah. Of course. And yeah. we really haven't seen like many members go out in support of Jungkook for those uh, seven uh, promotions yet. So Jimin cute. did. Yeah, I know. We saw yeah. Jimin. But so it's cute to see another member too. It is. Yeah. 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 And it's the Maknae's. It makes yeah, sense. Yeah, the Maknae's forever. Yeah. But yeah. I think we're kind of coming to a close for some of the, the seven promotions. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure what we're going to be covering next time we're here. Yeah. But we'll have to wait and see what else BTS has to deliver. Has to offer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If there's no other new BTS releases, we might be talking about their book, Beyond the Story, because we've really been enjoying, enjoying that it. Oh, and yeah. getting a lot of new insights. Like we feel so like. So much new insight. We, just so many. In appreciation for old performances mm-hmm. and pivotal moments for them that we didn't really know were as pivotal and monumental as they were. Yeah, so we would be really excited to talk about that with you guys next week or yeah. in a couple of weeks, but we'll see. Yeah. yeah. So we would like to encourage you to write us a review or a rating wherever you listen. That would mean so much to us. You can also let us know what you thought about this episode by commenting on our posts or DMing us or whatever. We really love to hear your feedback and your thoughts on these topics. We really want to extend a special thanks to our supporters on Patreon, especially the VIP iconics, Eileen, Michelle, Holly, Meg, Rachel, and Robin. Thank you guys. Oh, and Deja. Thank you guys so, so much for all of your love and support we really really appreciate it um if you enjoyed this episode please let us know and you can find links for all of those other things in the description thanks for listening and thanks for standing bts